verbal discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Hey, so the other day, uh, I was um, I was going along. Uh, I was I was going along. I was I was just coming along. I was I was mulling about. And yeah. I was uh, I was going along. And, you know, I thought to myself, "Oh, my uh, my friend Richard." <coughs> Is that my what Richard, Richard did? Coughed. Richard, he did. He did. He Is coughed. A bit of a strange name. I thought um, I thought my friend Richard lives around there, so yeah. I was like, "I'll go I'll go see what he's doing." So I went I went round to Richard's house. Mm. Yeah, uh, I knocked on the door, and uh, and his, his wife came to the door. Oh, boy. Um, I realise it's not a story, but it's a, it's a joke. And, and who's and who's I, Richard's wife? What's his name? What's his, his wife's name? Um, Mrs. Richard. Richard Et. <laughs> Richard Et. <laughs> Richard Et. He married his, he married his sister weirdly. Uh, yeah, weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah, that like um, that, that their parents just named the female twin. They after, yeah. yeah, as in, as though she was inferior, as <laughs> though she was uh, an, an accompanying aspect to Richard. Richard, they, Richard and the Richard Ets. And then they got married. Yeah. So uh, so I was speaking to. <laughs> so I was, I was speaking. And they had really. Deformed children. I was speaking to Richardette, and I asked her, um, "Oh, where's where's Richard?" And she said, "Oh, he's um, he's left. He's uh, he's he's gone out." What a dick! And I said, "Because um, his name's Richard." Hey. I feel like this is the way the joke's going, but carry on. Um, and I was saying, um, "Well, where's where's Richard?" And she said, "Oh, well, he's he's gone out. He's gone out for um, he, like he just he just really needed to go get some meat." Um, he really needed to go get. And you really need to. I, I, I know. <laughs> so, I know uh, the punchline already. So, um, so <laughs> I honestly know the punchline. So, he, so she said he's gone out, and I was like, "Oh, he's, where's he gone?" She said, "Well, he's gone to get some meat." And I said, "Well, well why couldn't is he this, just go?" Is this to... Richard Bacon? The and I and I said, it's... I said, like, why? Oh, he, why has he spent so long going for meat? And she said, "Well, it's really specific meat. He's uh, he's gone out for some meat." that isn't acceptable in the eyes of Islam. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking um, right. And I was, I was like, right. And I, I said, well, why has he gone to get it? And she said, well, he's, he's incredibly <laughs> affectionate towards it. Um, and I said, so what you're trying to say is dicks out for Harambe. Fuck off. <laughs> Honestly, fuck off. Like before halfway through that, we, we, once I sort of like... We, Cotton onto dicks out, and I was like, "There we go." <laughs> <laughs> Award-winning comedy from Verbal Discharge. Fucking tired memes right from the start. Hey, welcome! It's episode sixty-one of Verbal Discharge. Hello. Uh, it's one more than oh. episode sixty. Uh, yeah, and one less than episode sixty-two. Yeah, yeah which doesn't exist yet. Rapidly oh, approaching on a, a Discharge sixty-four, which will be uh, a just purely Nintendo tribute episode. Or and about sixty-four Zulu Lane. Oh, but is that what Robbie's going to do? Oh, no, it's also the live show. <laughs> It's also a live so, show. Oh wait, is that is that the yeah, actual that's live, live show? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, oh, of course it is, isn't yeah, it? Oh, we God. discussed this at the end of last week's podcast, and you made both of those jokes. Yeah. Oh at the fuck. End then. Well, I, oh, I, 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 remember, I don't remember these things. Well, this will be interesting later on. I was like, last week, get away with it, just making the same jokes. No, no, I, no you can't. I was, no. I, was, I was just hoping I could trick James in some sort of Groundhog Day sort of situation. Or just say the same things every day. But I do say the same things like most days. Of course, because like. yeah, I've started to worry about your memory sometimes, James. Oh, it's, it's fucking shoddy. It, it, it's deteriorating every day. Yeah, it's, it's even worse to know that like, like there's a good portion of my family that have like, Alzheimer's as well. Yeah. So, like, I think and now it's you. And it's coming for me. It's coming for you now. <laughs> it's yeah. wrapping its, its long tendrils around your skull. Do you think Alzheimer's has tendrils? Yeah, I think it does. It's like some sort of weird sort of... 
It's, it's like a weird forgetful octopus. I, I think of it more as like an ooze that just sort ooze. of slowly yeah. takes over. Like, like, do you remember like like the, what was that horror film? The the blob, the blob from the fifties, yeah. which was like this giant blob that absorbed <laughs> people. It moved it's really. Titled, really. It moved really slowly. See, like um, I know, like, I know that people have characterized uh, depression as like just a big black dog, but I've always like seen mental illness as more of like a miasma, sort of like a weird sort of dark cloud that just sort of yeah swarms. It's, it's, like, in it's, like, it's like a fog. And uh, the fog of Alzheimer's is coming for me. Yeah. What are we talking about? I, I... Hilarious. Right, okay. Like the live show. We mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Oh, hey, guys. Um, are you listeners? Are you are you in Derby? Sweet. Uh, are you, oh, are yeah. you, if you're not in Derby, maybe you should consider being in Derby on the 15th of September. If you're in Nottingham, get the Red Arrow down to Derby. If uh, you're in... Somewhere else, uh, I, don't, I don't know. They don't know how to get train. somewhere else. Train, train. Derby's pretty central. Well, book, yeah, it, book, it, book it in advance so it's cheaper. Yeah? Yeah. Trainline.com. Yeah. Um, if, thetrainline.com. 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 Shit. If you are our Chinese listener who, for whatever reason, still listens every single week... Or tunnel through the earth. Or even more so, we are now, and I mentioned this to Ben, but not to you, James... We are now the 54th most popular comedy podcast in Chile. Oh, What? Man. No yes, way. On iTunes. Oh, in the competitive podcast world of yeah. Chile. <laughs> so, so as I explained to Robbie, uh, now we should um, we should capitalise on this by just pandering to Chileans. Yeah. Like, what, what's, what's the main language in Chile? What do they speak? Uh, Portuguese. No, Portuguese. I think it's Portuguese. We should do the rest of the, the, rest of the show in Portuguese, like plug like sort of uh, Chilean products. Yeah. Just, just make sort of jokes that are just references what, to Chile. We, what, we, what, we, what do we know about Chile? The miners. Anything beyond that. Yeah. They yeah. had a load of miners got stuck hey, in the hole. Hey guys, <laughs> this is in Chile. That sucked, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good thing we're free now. Isn't yeah. it isn't it the worst when you live in a country called Chile and it's, it's really, really disappointingly warm all the time? <laughs> oh boy. Can we can we do a thing if we're doing a Mario sixty four thing coming up? Yeah. Can we have Mario the Mi- Super Mario the Miner, who was the leader of the miners? Do 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 was it? Was it actually called Super Mario for the yeah. minor? Yeah, he, the lead. Ma- he was called Mario because he was the leader of them. They started calling him Super Mario because it's a pun. It's a did a, he wear of... dungarees? Yeah, exclusively. Is did he? he? Did he ever have a uh, a giant ape throw barrels at him? Constantly. That was why he got stuck down the mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 barrels, he, 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 he just, just kept getting bumped by the barrels, and he just fell down a big pit. <laughs> I realise we haven't even introduced ourselves yet. No, no, nobody knows who we are. Um, I'm James, and uh, when I throw barrels, people will often refer to me as a big ape. Um, oh. I'm 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 Ben, and I actually live inside a barrel, and also am the ape at the same time. Uh, I'm Robbie, and I am. There's little fire things, little oh, fire things that come down. On, yeah, yeah. The little eye fire things. Yeah, that came little, down. Unfortunately, there's none of them in the mine in Chile. You hang around. Otherwise, they could have hang around near the oil barrel. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I sort of work my way down slowly. And it's just just a bit annoying and inconvenient. That's yeah, me, yeah. really. Small, yeah. annoying, inconvenient. Because they were basically just there to push you through the level, so you couldn't yeah. just stay at the bottom. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like a really encouraging mother or something like that. It's like, yeah. go, on, go, go on, Mario. Did either of you uh, ever finish uh, Donkey Kong? Yeah. Donkey Kong, no. Do you know what happens at the end? <laughs> Donkey Kong fucks you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Like, you get right at the top. You, you, re- you reach the top, and then all of a sudden, the graphics are in perfect 4K. <laughs> Um, and you experience Donkey Kong get out his huge monkey phallus <laughs> and he uh, tears Mario's petite little um, warp pipe shaped anus out. <laughs> Except because it's a warp pipe, he, he inserts <laughs> it. And then he gets sucked in and he's inside, he's inside his bowels. His dick goes to another world. <laughs> he inserts his penis to Mario's behind, it comes out in peaches. So he's just sort of poking out the other end. 
Oh, Christ. Peach is in a castle getting fucked by an invisible force. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that's, uh, that's a real fucking poetic image there. <laughs> it was like a protection device Mario put in after she kept getting prote- um, kidnapped for, I'll take the pain for you. I'll yeah. take this. And secretly, he'll just lie down next to World 2-6 and enjoy it. Has anybody uh, has anybody ever read the graphic, graphic novels of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No. Uh, yeah, I have. There's really weird bits where like James Bond turns up and James Bond turns. No, I was on about the bit where uh, Mr. Hyde fucks the Invisible Man. What is that? I don't remember that. Bit. Yeah, Mr. Hyde just fucks the Invisible Man. I think, he, like, I think the... he breaks his legs and just rapes him. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh great! I, I remember just like getting that page. I was like, oh, oh okay. well. This was in the Sean Connery film. Who who wrote it? Was it was it was Alan Moore? Or... I I don't know. I think was it was it Frank Miller. It might have been. It, it was one Frank of them. Because one of the two comic men. Oh boy, Frank Miller. Well, they both. Um, they were both well known, I think, in the comic world because it was very predominantly an American industry. Yeah. And then they came along and basically just from like this sort of because they're both uh, from like London or something. Frank they? Miller's. Uh, I think he's American. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, mm. And I was a weird, sickly turtle-looking man. Oh shit! Who am I yeah. thinking of? The other one Mortal, that, that, that isn't know. Alan Moore or Frank <laughs> Miller. <laughs> I never expected Alan Moore to have such a brummy accent. Like with the, with the look of him, he looks like Gregory Rasputin. <laughs> but like, I remember the first hearing interviews. Like, well, the reason why I made Watchmen is that <laughs> uh, was that in his uh, Stuart Lee and the Alan Moore thing. No, I only watched that recently. But I just watched. Like, I think when I read Watchmen, uh, I looked at that. I, I was like, I wonder what I wonder what uh, Alan Moore actually got to say about it. And just like heard his voice for the first time. It was kind of like when I watched Dark Knight Rises and wasn't expecting Bane to have a voice like that. Yeah. I, I was like, whoa. It's weird when you see uh, like Alan Moore and like, like you, you look at him and you think that he should be casting a spell somewhere in yeah, like yeah, an enchanted yeah. forest. Well, he looks like he was taken prisoner by pirates 30 years ago and never released. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fact he wears all those rings as well. Yeah. Like he looks he just looks like a sort of like He's weird mat like slowly sneaking their booty into yeah. his <laughs> Getting all that pirate booty. Yeah. But he's been taking like one ring a year. <laughs> commemorative ring. He's been getting year, it. Being he's, he's hoping, hoping that they don't notice. Yeah. So chances are Alan Moore's an evil warlock. 100%. Probably. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I'd say more like 90. Yeah. How else could you uh, could you write stories that good if not for help with the, from the dark arts? I think Stan Lee's an evil warlock. He's like stealing youth from people, especially from Frank Miller. Yeah. yeah, I'm amazed he's still alive. Yeah, he's yeah. never going to die. You know, he's he's we, a, we say that, but you know, 2016, uh, it's been a bit of a snowball year. A few, right. Should we call it now? Who else do we think 2016 right. is going to claim? I've been saying this before, but Bruce Forsyth is never going to die. Yeah, yeah, of I've been, I, I, I wish he would. But unfortunately, whoa! Well, what, what do you have against Forsyth? I have nothing against her. I just feel like everyone has its time, and there's only so many carbon atoms in the universe. And Bruce Forsyth's taking up too many and has done for too long. So, so you're saying that you you're predicting that you won't die? Yes. So Bruce Forsyth will make it through this are you year and all years forthcoming. Are you having? Are you implying that you have the Bruce Forsyth? Shut the fuck! Up. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I don't fucking deserve anything for that. Um, th- no, I think Bruce Forsyth, surely, like, looking at him now, like, this must more or less be confirmed that he's definitely made a deal with Satan. Mm. Like, there's there's no way you could be alive. But, but yeah, 2016, as much as it pains me to say it, Walken can't have long left. I don't know. I think he'll make it through this year. I think he's got maybe three I think, yeah, Walken, Walken can do it. Probably. He's looking increasingly the crap these days. Mm. He's, uh, he's he's not doing too well. Mm. Yeah. Um, who else? Who but else? I feel like he's taking people that were sort of still largely at their prime yeah. so Bowie put an album out Alan Rickman was still making films etc yeah. Terry Wogan was still broadcasting but like, but like Bowie was like so, you know, he, he did shit. the album so by, I, forgot Terry, that, I forgot Terry Wogan had died yeah, but, I just experienced yeah. it all over again but by that logic Robert De Niro is safe yeah so if it's only taking people at their prime Robert hey. De Niro should have gone 30 years ago 
Uh, no, not three. Ten years ago. <laughs> Ten. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think Wogan and Bowie are arguing in hell now? <laughs> Probably. Because, because I, I know they didn't see eye to eye and just argued all the time because like, Bowie was just so awkward in interviews. Mm. Because he was Terry t- Wogan. Wait, I don't, well, I don't that, know what I don't know what that was. Michael Caine. I was trying. Yeah, I don't know what I tried to do. David Bowie, and it came out as a cross between Michael Caine and David Dickinson. I wish I could fly. Like, I, no, I got it wrong. It's swim, isn't it? It's like like, like dolphin, the dolphins. Dolphin. Like dolphins can swim. <laughs> like dolphins can fly. And then you know. we kissed. <laughs> so who else? Who else did this year take? Um, who was I thinking? You get yeah, Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine, Caine I think. maybe. Um, uh, he must be getting on shaky ground, but I. Yeah. Mm. Um, I hope that um, Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd. On that note, can't, yeah. Can't oh, Christopher Lloyd. He is uh, Christopher Lloyd yeah, is uh, not doing well. Elderly man. I was about to say Muhammad Ali. Then really, <laughs> yeah. <he was> late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you when you said uh, Michael Caine's on shaky ground, I was like shaky ground. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, oh wait, no, he's no, dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did I'm die. Gonna, Other people a, with Parkinson's. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I'm going to make a bit of a controversial one here. Not necessarily someone that we think is going to be taken by age. Mm. Um, I'm going to throw it out there and see how this one plays off. Zach Efron. What? Zach Efron. Oh. Zephron? Zephron himself. I, I, I have a feeling that Zach Efron is going to be one of these people who will be killed, probably by a drug overdose or yeah. something, really early on into his career, and he's, he will forever no, be remembered. He's really muscular. Have you seen him? Yeah, he's ripped. I mean, what, if, if he's going to die in any way, he's just going to continuously expand until he bursts. <laughs> in, until his muscles like come apart. And he looks into like, a thousand tiny Zephrons. He, he looks, like, uh, <laughs> looks like the monster from Akira. <laughs> just like a big sort of like massive flesh writhing around Robbie it, outside shot Brian Cranston Brian Cranston ooh I hope not yeah, I hope not ooh, I, ooh, I like Cranston J- James Franco ooh maybe Franco. I feel James Franco could have died every day this year so far to, we wouldn't to be fair if there was any like opportune time for Brian Cranston to die it would be around now because he's like you know he's hit his stride mm. yeah, he's like, yeah yeah he's redeemed himself after Malcolm in the Middle he'll go that way out like the sort of uh, wait wait so, no, sorry hold no, on no, what, no, what, no, what, what do you mean redeemed himself no, what have you got against Malcolm in the Middle Malcolm in the Middle was great but I'm, I'm like I'm like saying he, he like made new grands in like doing Breaking Bad yeah, like, yeah, he, he made like yeah. a like, really, he became like a completely different actor just, just check it. Yeah, like, Malcolm, Malcolm, Middle, Malcolm Middle was fucking quality. Yeah, of course. Love Malcolm the Middle. I, there wasn't a bad episode. What about the episode when, uh, when, um, um, oh shit, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of something funny. With, like, Some, something episode. that would be terrible. Like, like, I'm getting ready for like a Family Guy style cutaway. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's bad? Remember that time when Malcolm Holy joined the devil cult? Do <laughs> you remember that time when Malcolm met Christina Richie? Did that name name up some random celebrity? Why Christina Richie? That's the first name she might die this year. I could see that happening. I mean, a career's already gone, so... Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Um, one of the cheeky girls. <laughs> one of the cheeky girls. Yeah. I, think we're, I think we're a package deal, though. Just, yeah. just, no, just, just one of them. I think one of them's going to kill the other one yeah, to yeah. become the, the sole remaining cheeky girl. Cheeky Highlander. I can see one We of... are the cheeky girl. We are the... There can only, only be, be one. one. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I picture it happening. Okay. Um, they're, on a, they're on a plane. They're probably... They've still got enough left over from their two hits yeah. to be able to fly first class. Mm-hmm. But they're still on a passenger plane. They've not got their own private or anything. So they're, they're flying. At which point, suddenly, something goes wrong in the cockpit. Oh, no. oh shit. The pilot's been having a rough night. His oh. wife's just left him. Oh, And God. he was on the phone trying to ring her up. She hasn't answered. She was obviously what, While he was flying? No. Beforehand. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, he then said, oh, but he hasn't slept. So the pilot begins to nod off at the wheel. The co-pilot, again, 
Um, I don't know what their role is. They're probably not looking. Yeah. Um, and who, then, who are these people played by in your mind? Just so I can better imagine this. Uh, the pilot is just sort of generic, like very American man. Yeah. Like sort of one of those like character actors who is sort of like just exudes the American dream. Like okay, he probably okay. farts the Star Spangled Banner. You know, like you know, kind of sort of, sort of like Robert Redford or... You know, you know, you know the guy who played Nuke in Jessica Jones... The, uh, you never play stuff to go. I haven't seen Jessica Jones. Never mind then. Yeah, that's the first one I could come up with. Like a, a, a sort of like not a massively popular actor. Yeah, but but someone who been in something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that guy um, who looks American. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. No, J.K. Simmons is too good. More than I tell you, Bobby Cannavale plays the pilot. I don't know who that is. Um, exactly. He pops up in everything. He pops up in like you recognise his face. Um, Co-pilots Harry Dean Stanton who has like yeah. a single quip to say before the plane crashes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. He's old and he's sort of. Yeah, struggling along. This is his last flight before retirement. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes wrong and it begins to crash. At which point all the passengers on the plane see that in first class is the cheeky girls and think, oh, no. well, we should sacrifice ourselves before the cheeky girls. So they push the, they've got two parachutes and there's a nearby tropical island. So the plane goes down, <laughs> but the cheeky girls, girls take the two parachutes. And, 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 just, and just, be, just before they jump, the passengers like, live on without us. Remember us, cheeky girls. Yeah, like the, the passengers like, just go, wait, where are the parachutes? And we'll look at the airlock that's been open, see them standing there, and we'll just go at the same time, cheeky, cheeky. And just <laughs> jump out. We are the cheeky and girls. And, but one of the parachutes fails. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. The parachutes both, both survive. Oh, okay. Uh, the parachutes survive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They get sucked into the turbine. <laughs> parachutes <laughs> there's a really dramatic moment and all the passengers look up and turn to the side and you hear like just everything slows there's like a dark foreboding score and it's like dun, 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 dun. cheeky cheeky and then out they jump straight into the turbine and then like fucking there's just cheeky mints <laughs> like, like just scattered out behind sprays blood out the back <laughs> But the parachutes survive. I really, if they hear this, they'll probably start a brand of cheeky mints and they'll start selling it in Sainsbury's. Cheeky girls, if you're listening, uh, we, we want to throw you into a turbine. <laughs> we can, I mean, we can probably find them at Pop World because that's where they always are. Do they come to Derby? They come quite? to Pop World loads. Really? We keep doing guest appearances at Pop World. Shit, let's, let's, let's the interview them. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to interview the cheeky girls. We've got another guest lined up that we won't announce yet. That we can't talk about yet. That's exciting. <laughs> another musical guest. Um, no, we, no, or, we, no, we don't, or do we? Oh, do we? No, we don't. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, no, I then picture the cheeky girls landing on this island, and one of them decides that, in honor of the passengers, yeah. that they, they sacrifice their life for them, they should really write a new hit song, um, and it can be the revival of their career, and it'll lead to them getting back on top. Um, yeah. But the other one lands on this island and thinks, no, this is a tropical paradise. This is the best thing that's ever happened to us, and we should stay here. And then what happens to them? Um, and then one of them fakes their own death. Yeah. So they fake the death of one of them and stays on the island. Which actually becomes like um, a symbol for the rest of them. Exactly. And the other one yeah. launches their new solo career yeah. as Cheeky Girl. No. And I thought it said one of them dies. Yeah, no, the one of them fakes the death. Yeah, they fake oh, the death. And, oh, and, so and then live, out, live out the rest of their cheeky life on an island on as, like, as, as the cheeky queen of like the cheeky tree yeah. people. It's like Robinson Cheeky. Like Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like one of, one of them dies and becomes a symbol for the islanders who are sort of living there now. So like they erect a statue of that one cheeky girl. And but she's not actually dead. She's living as like a hermit up in the island somewhere. Yeah, and they all, they all gather together on the beaches every full moon. Yeah. And like, like, set fire to a giant effigy of the cheeky girls. And <laughs> sing the that, cheeky girls. Ross and their circle just going, touch my bum, don't be shy. <laughs> 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 
Of course. Was that a real cheeky girl song? No, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a real yeah, cheeky yeah, yeah. like, He says, touch, no, he's like, touch my bum. <laughs> this is life. That is it, yeah. This is, this is no, life. no, it's both, it's both. There, this is, this a, is life. Touching my bum it, is it life. It alternates between... It, it, <laughs> this is all you're getting. I think, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, the full lyrics are, we are the cheeky girls, we are the cheeky girls, you are the cheeky boys, you, you are, are the cheeky, cheeky boys. boys. I know that much. And then it's, uh, then it, I think they say, we are the cheeky girls, touch my bum, don't be shy. We are the cheeky girl, girls. Cheeky girls. <laughs> we are the cheeky girls. Just, Touch like, my bomb. Nearly Don't girls. be shy. I, I probably would be quite shy. I feel like I'd, 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 I'd hesitate a bit. I'd be like, like, what if you know? What if they get offended? What, 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 if, what if they don't want me to touch the bomb? I, I feel like Coke would be kind of down when "Touch my bum, this is life" comes back as Coke Life's new marketing slogan. <laughs> Touch my bum, this is life. <laughs> if I was in charge of PR for Coke Life. <laughs> Touch my bum, this is life. Like, like you walk into the meeting and they're all there. They've got all of the new boards That's figuring out their ad campaign up on the wall and you walk in and you just tear it down. Like, whoa, whoa, Ben, what are Scroll you Scroll on the wall and blood and just, shit. Just cheeky <laughs> girls. And they're all just like, like, and there's complete silence. Then sounds like stands like, up and starts. Sounds like what someone had screamed during like a mental breakdown. So, Touch my bum, this is life. <laughs> But like it's in the street, just like I don't know, like I just bit the head of a pigeon, wearing up just nothing but my underwear. <laughs> what do you think the cheeky girls are doing now, other than like smearing the walls of their padded cells with shit, <laughs> biting heads of pigeons? Probably. <laughs> this is where we have to get them on the podcast. This is exactly, where we have yeah. To have the cheeky girls on the feral now, probably. Mm. Hey, so uh, something interesting happened uh, yesterday night. What is oh. this? What is this structure? Is actually, yeah. actually a, a planned story. Go on. It's, it seems like it. it's not not so much planned. Um, our dear dear friend, I don't know if any of you have seen. You might have done. It's been sort of doing the rounds on the news. Yeah. Uh, our dear friend Nigel Farage. Oh, yes. his moustache. Yeah. He not no. no. I know. Yeah, I know what he's done. He's I... been to a Trump rally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he's been cozying up to Trump. Oh boy. So what what I... do we all think about this? What, I... It's like I... a fucking disease that's now like spread to another country. <laughs> I tweeted this morning a picture of Donald Trump and Nigel Farage. And in basically the same pose, the Joker and Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> because that's sort of what he's become. He's become the little sidekick that is constantly trying to impress Trump. Like, I can I can be your British sidekick. Like, oh, boy. But at the same time, Trump's just sort of using him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah but like, what, what, do the, what does the US want to be independent from? They don't. They don't necessarily want to be independent from anything. But Trump's been trying to use him to push this rhetoric that he's the underdog. Yeah, and yeah, they're, they're, yeah. like in his opening speech, you're like, "Oh, this is Nigel Farage. He had the press against him, just like I did. He was the political underdog, just like I am. And he won. He got Brexit to go ahead. Yeah. It's just. It's interesting to see Nigel Farage go back on all of sort of what what his party was meant to rebel against. Because as much yeah. as he tried to push this sort of argument and this repeated UKIP rhetoric of like we're rebelling against the big corporations we're just a little man just trying to do the decent thing he's applied for a German citizenship and completely fat, like fucked off with this British pride thing um, He's even though he's been saying like oh I'm not a corporate politician I don't hang out with big sponsors he was at a garden party with Rupert Murdoch yeah. he was at this fucking rally with Donald Trump he's just he's a hollow hollow shameless husk of a man and if there was any decency in the world, one of his cigarettes would explode and burn off half of his face. Oh boy! And it's, you mentioned Richard, Bur- no, Richard Branson there as well, uh, which is interesting because something. Did I mention Richard Branson? You did. Yeah. Did you? 
No, I said Rupert Murdoch. But, but carry on. You did, yeah, sorry. Um, I <laughs> well, meant well, Richard Branson has Richard also Branson, been in the news. Oh, yeah. Following his yeah. decision. Following Traingate. Yeah, Traingate. Train <laughs> which is, of course, he took time out of his holiday to do that. Um, <laughs> he had time to check all the CCTV footage. Yeah. Just, just like, wait a second. I sort of just wonder why he's got an interest in showing me a politician who wants to nationalise the railway. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's almost yeah. as if he's got something to lose by, yeah. by Corbyn getting into power. What, hmm. what is this? Crazy. And despite the fact the footage doesn't actually show, he released, doesn't actually show Jeremy Corbyn walking past an available seat. It shows them walking past Lots of down seats. an entire train carriage of reserved seats. Yeah. And I believe he stated that he specifically wanted two seats ne- next yeah. to each other so he could sit with his wife. Mm. The yeah. bastard. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking loony left. Jihadi Jez, and if you wanting want, to sit on a train with his wife, and if you want, fuck him. <laughs> if you want more ridiculous Jeremy Corbyn stories, why not head to theverbaldischarge.co.uk where you oh, can read boy, yeah, you a got, thing you got on the new, uh, you got the new thing. six stories that which was a, a really like embarrassingly good uh, post. Oh, also, thank you. Also going back, like when you were talking about you know Trump using um, Farage as an example, like saying like he was an underdog. They told him not to do it, all the people against him, but he did it and it went through. You could use that logic for anything. It's like, right, I went to, I went to Tesco, I dropped my pants, <laughs> but, but told me not to shit on the floor. They told me not to do it, but I did it anyway. I'm but it happens. I Take shat that on the big floor. corporation. <laughs> It's almost a metaphor for what has happened. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, it's, just, it's weird. Farage has shot on the floor at Tesco. It's weird hearing Donald Trump referring to himself as the underdog, as though he's this really yeah. fucking hardly done to, like, like just honest Exactly, yeah. He, he keeps like, I don't know, like, why, um, like, people seem to think, like, this this, this person who's never ca- who's never actually cared about, sort of, like, workers and their rights, sort of, like, for, yeah. for his entire, sort of, career as a businessman, like, yeah. would, would, would suddenly seem to apparently care. I'll make America great. What's the thing he always says? He's like, America. I'll make America great. I'm again. the best at I'll, I'll run it like I run my business. Do you know how Donald Trump ran his business and made it so successful? He outsourced all of his labor cheaply to China. Yeah. China. And China, yet, China, China. And yet he's going to build a world to keep the Mexicans oh, out. Boy. who provide an awful lot of cheap labor for the Americans at the moment. I like this episode that Mexico's going to pay for it and Mexico's never, like, you know, agreed to that. Actually, yeah. like, I think the, the, Mexi- like, the okay. Mexican president actually gave a statement on this. He's like, no, it's not happening. Because like, I'm not going to do it. I, the, the way this is going to go down is Donald Trump's going to go in for a meeting with the Mexican president and he's going to be like, I need you to build a wall. And the Mexican president is going to go, no. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his hands on the table, just clasps them together and just goes... No. He <laughs> just up and gets her, then he walks away. Yeah, I might not if it's all the same. Yeah. He's a breeze through his teeth of it. I'm sure it's not that inconvenient. Nah. <laughs> nah. It's not, it's not happening. Not feeling that today. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be bothered. No, but there's this other thing that, sorry, to go back to Nigel Farage, I know we're just sort of like vaulting between oh, his, it's okay. the, the, the and triangle. His, and, and his current um, Dr. Robotnik moustache. Yeah. <laughs> But there's the there's a, there's this phrase that he keeps saying. He said it like four or five times in his speech at the Trump rally. Yeah. Uh, of decent people. Yes. Uh, yes. Which yes, is yes, he yes, keeps saying and kept saying throughout the whole Brexit campaign and kept saying throughout the whole UKIP campaign last year. It's because um, that like, people think it's referring to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like but, that's me. I'm decent people. But who he <laughs> mean? If he's talking about UKIP voters as decent people, yeah. People who fundamentally want to move us away from being more um, multicultural and being more inclusive. Uh, yeah. and vote against um, equal rights for people of different sexualities, uh, people of different sort of creed cultures, etc., yeah. uh, immigrants, then that kind of goes against... I've just looked up, I've just Googled the dictionary definition of the word decent, <laughs> which is conforming with generally accepted standards of respectable or moral behaviour, 
which is fundamentally not moral behavior <laughs> like by by actively discriminating against people which is what they're doing even if they're not saying i'm not racist i'm not um, homophobic etc they're still discriminating against people by not allowing them to have the same rights whether they're they're, 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 they're it's interesting though isn't it because it, as much as he can just use the term decent people yeah. everyone mm. in the audience like you say Ben is going to be like oh that, that's me that's I'm yeah, decent yeah. because mm. from everyone's point of view everyone is the good guy we are all the heroes of our own story yeah. and it's just it, it, it's interesting to see an entire room full of people who think they're all who, who like who, who look at something like Donald Trump you look at like the way that Trump conducts himself and all this outrageous shit that he honestly says and thinks, yeah, this is right, this is this is okay. Yeah. But then again, who knows? Maybe we're the villains and we don't know because we're convinced that we're right. Those those That's evil it. left, those uh, fucking social justice warriors, fucking <laughs> wanting to what what are they like? The bastards wanting to make things all right for the everyday person. <laughs> and there's a part of me that sometimes feels like the podcast should be more politically neutral. Yeah, um, but I don't think being in favour of equal rights for people yeah. is a, a political <laughs> standpoint. I've... So like, nah, nah, like you know, people should be put in cages. Yeah, I, I worry that the podcast oh, is, people should uh, be made to soil green. No, um, it's just I, I, I've worried previously, especially after the interview with Natalie Bennett, as to yeah. whether or not the podcast should be more politically neutral. Yeah, but I've always, and I suppose in a sense, I'm just saying this to the listener here. Because I don't know if you've noticed, listener, but we we've got relatively strong opinions and we sort of push <laughs> them a lot. But the way that I've always looked at it is that political neutrality is an exceptionally good idea if you're a legitimate news source. Mm. But we're not yeah. a news source or broadcasters. We are at we're the end opinion of the day. We're, we're yeah. entertainers. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with us. And I also feel that whenever I'm doing that, like I feel actually the last twenty minutes have been slightly separate from that. But normally the comedy comes first. Whenever I prepare anything that's sort of yeah. politically minded, so the, the Jeremy Corbyn thing I wrote the other day for the website um, is it was it was written as a joke rather than pushing a political agenda. Um, even though it has sort of there's there's an undercurrent of something there. Yeah, uh, it's about. Yeah, the because jokes were the joke was about, the thing you know, is though like, like it, your article was very good in as much as it. It sort of um, it, like the, the various points that you made were so absurd and so mm. exaggerated that there was nothing up front but comedy. Yeah. It was very clear that it wasn't strictly an opinion piece, even though it was all very, very sarcastic. Mm. So I, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Thank you. Um, I think, I think wait, no, I need, I need well, to balance yeah. this out. <laughs> Fuck you, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> also, also noticed right at the end, uh, Robbie said fuck in his article. Yeah! I've never seen Robbie I, swear yeah, before. I, I, I wrote it. Yeah, well, um, Robbie wrote word which, fucking. Which word was that, Robbie? Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> I wrote that word. It was um, it was Jeremy Corbyn uh, left his kids in a pub because he was distracted by fucking a pig. Yeah. <laughs> Which happened, prob- yeah, probably. 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 Politics are all the same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's funny. Disc- I feel like this has almost become less... A comedy podcast, in as much as we're producing comedy, but in as much yeah. as we're discussing what comedy is, um, yeah. which is funny that I spent. I uh, yesterday I saw. I just mentioned this before we start recording. Yeah, uh, David Brent, Life on the Road, which is okay. Yeah, <laughs> but not particularly funny. See, is it, it doesn't really sort of seem culturally relevant anymore. No, because like you know, you, you suppose like strike when the iron's hot, really. But like, when? How long has it been since the, off- the UK office the finished? It's like twelve years since it yeah, exactly. finished, and. The thing is, he's still doing the same joke. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of, it's, it was very much a one note joke for the office anyway. Does he keep looking um, at the camera? And often he does sometimes. He keeps oh. doing the, <laughs> the laugh. Um, oh my God. But yeah. The maybe, thing is maybe, that, maybe the reason is why uh, it's because Ricky Gervais is a hack. 
<laughs> Maybe you don't. But even I feel it's something that. like he hasn't. He's not actually aiming for. And yes, he is. But, um, <laughs> I, I feel like he kind of isn't really aiming in that film to make people laugh. Yeah. And it brings up this question of what is comedy? And yeah. is it still a comedy if you're not aiming to make people laugh? Because I think it is. It's, and maybe it's just because drama wouldn't own that. Drama wouldn't be willing to say, <laughs> yes, David Brent, Life on the Road is one of ours. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah, drama's sort of the self-support, self-important. Who, who's this voice of drama? Like, who, like what, who would the, uh, who would have this opinion? Of, like, uh, like, David Brent is one of ours. Like, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> the voice of drama, the king of drama. <laughs> he is, he's in charge of all Morgan drama. Morgan Freeman himself. Oh man. Or he'd probably be like. Well, then Morgan Freeman someone. was in Ben Hur recently, so. Which is apparently shit. I hear it's shit. I don't know if, well, I don't know if it was shit, but I hear it was a massive flop. I hope they uh, kept the, like in the original Ben Hur, when there's one shot when you can see there's, I think someone parks a mini. Um, in the back. Of oh the shot yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like like you can really clearly see that in a in a foot like in basically uh, an old chariot racing arena, there is very clearly a Mini Cooper parked just to the side of the set. And can... I hope the entire film is two hours of the person on the podcast that isn't me or you, James, asking if he's referring to the right female. What? Ben Hur. Oh, oh my god. Oh. I'm with you. I'm Should like me talk about what? You know what I said about we're not focused on producing comedy this week. <laughs> sure, 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 it's the one man podcast about me talking about a recent ish Joaquin Phoenix film. Yeah, yeah, yeah that works. That's, that's a Robbie that's better, joke. That's, that's a, better. Oh that's better my, you fucking robbed off of me now. Yeah. You've robbed off on me. I've been, I've been robbed off on. <laughs> there's a, actually there's I've a line disease. in in Life on the Road. Yeah, Ricky Gervais's new opus. Oh, does he hilariously which, misinterpret something? No, no, no the, but there's one line that is so like it sounds like something. I would write and then reject. Yeah. But I heard it and I felt instantly proud of myself for writing it, even though I didn't. Oh it was written God. by Ricky Gervais. Uh, but the line is, someone says, my success is overdue, like the roof in a synagogue. <laughs> oh my God. It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's sounds, the worst part about that. Yeah. It's, I, that was like the one thing I laughed at in the film. Um, but it felt like a joke I would write. Oh, man. Uh, and therefore I went, <laughs> that's really funny, because I could have written it. You probably, you probably did. You probably, you probably like, probably Richard Gervais probably, like, came to you, like, in your sleep, and then he, like, you were, you were, like, talking, and you just making bad Robbie jokes <laughs> while you were asleep, and he's, like, he's, like, the BFG, and that which is sort of catching <laughs> your dreams of the big net. <laughs> oh, he's just some sort of telepathic, like, people with beards and dark, like, we've got a telepathic network, and... Beards and dark hair? Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> me, and, like, Ricky Gervais and Brent mm. McKenzie um, and like uh, it's pretty, pretty limited like yeah. Stanley Kubrick but he's dead Stanley now <laughs> limited there's plenty of people with beards and dark hair name seven seven the arm Robbie Stanley Kubrick David Brent Ricky uh, Gervais or Brett McKenzie. Uh, one of them's technically on shirt. That's great. Oh, that, that yeah, is yeah, what yeah. a visual. Jo- I'm wearing a Heisenberg shirt. Oh yeah, of course. I forgot we're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, James is wearing a Heisenberg shirt. Uh, six more. Um, uh, Jarvis Cocker. Yeah, I'll accept that. That's two, three. Um, every every video game protagonist in the past <laughs> ten years. I don't know. That's probably Nathan more than Drake. Seven, but <laughs> Nathan Drake doesn't have a beard. He, he, he has sort of stubble. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. He's kind of, yeah, a bit, a bit yeah. of stubble. So, so, so that, that, that one kind of fills up the rest. Right, of that. Yes, he does. He's got brown hair. Does he? Yeah. yeah. I've not been paying attention to it. You're not paying attention. I mean, you should have noticed his uh, his his, um, his dynamically moving chest hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is like, yeah, one of the main reasons. And well, quite similar to um, like, like Joel from The Last of Us. Oh. Who is yeah, exactly. Joel, who is um, just abnormally attractive. 
Like, it, it, it's, it's just every video game, every like male video game protagonist in the past ten years. It was worse with like with like the last. Uh, yeah, I am gonna I'm gonna take some time now. You all better be ready for me to talk about how attractive a fictional man is. <laughs> yeah. um, just I, I think it's interesting. We've already mentioned David Bowie, who's a very attractive fictional man. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Joel from The Last of Us, which uh, I don't think either of you have played, have you? Uh, I have. No, I played it a bit uh, from your save. I've got yeah, that idol. Yeah, yeah. I've got the game sitting on a shelf. Haven't yeah. played it yet. It's, it's, it's been sitting there for almost a year. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, I'm, um, I'm currently just getting disappointed by No Man's Sky, but that's a different story. Yeah. How are you finding it? Um, I'm kind of a bit bored of it now, to be honest. It's very samey, isn't it? I'm, 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 wait, I'm waiting to the uh, till the inevitably will release a patch to make it sort of sort of decent. I remember like because for the After first the for the first like while of playing it I was playing it and I was just like yeah this is fun this is this is really fun and after a few hours you're like I feel, I feel, I feel I'm just sort of, just sort of doing do, doing what I was doing but already yeah. and then like for the first like week or so I was just trying to convince myself it was really really fun um, and then the thing that you said to, I don't know if we said it on the podcast but there's a thing that you said, Ben. Yeah. Which was that No Man's Sky was a mile wide but an inch deep. Oh yeah, I forgot where uh, I heard that, but it's like the main sort of like. Yeah, it's, it kind of it, it hits the nail on the head. I found if I play it for more than an hour, then yeah. I get bored of it. Yeah. If I can just like, play it in short bursts and just like running yeah. around planets. The, the thing is, it, it's quite fun to just. It, it's relaxing more mm. than anything. It, it's, it's nice to just pick it up, explore a planet, find some creatures, but yeah. to play it over an extended period of time and to try and actually get towards the only vague objective there is in the game it does get a bit tedious but I'm going to keep playing it I'm going to reach the centre of the universe oh, I haven't done nothing anything. will stop me once, I haven't done anything to move towards the centre of the once, universe once I checked Fair the star enough. map and checked how far away the centre of the galaxy was I was like yeah no fuck this technology read dark I found a new way of finding fun with it which was yeah. to Get your mum to name all the creatures you find. <laughs> mum, what's this? <laughs> it's a lollop rat. It's, it's you that is mum. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, uh, it's Ben's mum. Uh, it's James's it's Sally. <laughs> I um, had the, one of the first creatures I found was this sort of like weird four legged, like sort of ob scaled lizard thing. Yeah. Um, and I just Did called, you call it that? No, I called it weird dog. Weird dog. <laughs> it's like, that's a weird dog. <laughs> See, um, I, as a means of amusing myself, I named I named the first planet I was on oh, I know I know yeah. exactly what you're um, going to say and it is but, one of the funniest things you've done in a while <laughs> thank you um, but I yeah I started naming all my planets after marketing slogans oh Just boy, so, yeah. so I named uh, the first planet I, or the second planet I landed on why not have a delicious subway? <laughs> just because I wanted all one word. You should have, should have, like, no, sort, just... should have spelt it sort of like sort of differently. So it sounds like some weird language. <laughs> I then start naming. Why not have a delicious subway? I then start naming the, the things on the planet. Uh, I, I I found a planet. I named it. Hot Italian. I'm loving it. Uh, and I started naming it. Yeah, I named every animal I found in it after an item on the McDonald's menu. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to look like just this really guerrilla marketing. Uh, I just had like Subway when, and McDonald's when, are going around and naming all these planets in this game to sell people what, food. So, so when someone has that one in uh, one quadrillion chance of what find that exactly. planet, like, wait a like, second, someone's <laughs> shilling McDonald's here. Yeah. Imagine my McDonald's planet if fucking if you found the grimace, he was, he was just going around. Um, it's just one of them. It's like a boss. I also them. found like a lot sort of Diplodocus type creature, and I named it Nerve starring Emma Roberts in UK cinemas now. Ninety <laughs> percent uh, of the players of No Man's Sky have stopped playing. Yeah, ninety. <laughs> 90, oh. the overwhelming majority of the players have just stopped playing. The thing is, though, but, uh, no, no Man's Sky, as much as there wasn't much actual content to it, 
it, it still stands as a technical achievement. Yeah, it, of course. It's, still, yeah. It, it's very, very impressive with, in regard to that. But I'm glad I paid fifty pounds for that tech demo. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I, much, yeah. I need to play it more to justify spending fifty quid on it. <laughs> it's just it's a <laughs> tech demo. I'm, I'm I'm debating whether or not it's worth trading it in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, while it's still worth as much as it is. See, I'm I'm, I'm not sure if I should wait until like they, they do patch it or anything. The thing is, I'm yeah, that's it. They, they might... like, there's, there's so much backlash. Like it's like when Elder Scrolls Online came out, it was like so pretty much unplayable, and it was like so disappointing. It received so much backlash that the developers put a lot more time into it and like completely convert it into a, like, a really good playable game. Mm. So hopefully it motivates them. But on the other hand, it's an indie studio. They're not like some like uh, AAA. Do you know studio. how many like 15 team, people. How many team members they've there's got? 15, no, I, there's, think. I think there's 12. Yeah. yeah there's there's like much, 12 yeah. members of the team yeah. like that made the game in its entirety. So that they can't really... And I think people's main complaint is that there's, there isn't enough to do. Yeah. And it is going to be very, very hard for 12 people to while people are still vaguely interested in the game develop and release more playable content for it and I'm, that that worries me and I might trade it in there's some good games coming out soon so in this episode of Games Radar uh, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'll give Spore 2 a 6 out of 10 <laughs> but what do you give it for graphics and gameplay? Uh, no, no gra- 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 graphics like no, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, the graphics are quite nice. Have you noticed that when you're flying into planets, you'll see it all just kind of like doing that way, like popping to. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, the pop popping it. is terrible. Yeah, and it looks hideous. Yeah. Absolutely. So hideous. it's like just like fucking meteor. No, Asper is just like just spawn around you and yeah. wank. So it's, it's like so like you just you just lock in for um like I, I was like trying to like um I was trying to upgrade my hyperdrive thing. And I had to get loads of nickel. I had to get, I think it's 800 nickel. Mm-hmm. And you find nickels a lot in uh, uh, in America. No, in like, <laughs> yeah. in in these sort of giant asteroids in space. And like, usually, you know, if it was made any sense, you'd sort of like, oh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just have a little look around mm-hmm. and let's see if we can find the asteroids. So like, yeah, so like, they're not in the distance or anything. No. You just have they... to keep going until one of them literally spawns in front of you. And that is so stupid. Away you go. There's not, and the uh, space stations as well are really... Yeah, they're all they're, they're a lot different on the outside, but on the inside, they're all, all yeah. the same, pretty much. Which, much. Much like all of us. But the other thing is, like, I met an alien, and yeah. he was doing a bit of research. I was like, fair enough, good on you. Which is, right? this, is, this, is this in a game? He was or? a Corvac. Corvac's a Corvac. Oh, I hate the Corvacs. But he sort of popped over, and he said, and I was like, hey, how are you doing? And it was the first alien I met, and I was like, this is cool, making first contact. Yeah. And he didn't go, look, isn't it? I've been researching all these aliens. Because yeah. that's what he was doing. He was there to research aliens. I found an intelligent one. Why don't I have a conversation with? Him? He didn't do that. He went, "Oh, leave me alone." And I went, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, and then, because I interrupted him with his research and spoke to him for about forty seconds, yeah. my standing with his entire species dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so now they won't speak. Now I've got to pay them to speak to me. Oh my god! Wait, Which, yeah, well, you've got to have carbon for. I've got to pay yeah. them carbon. To, to, yeah, to why, why do you have to give them carbon? Don't know because the thing is like, so, like so it's, it's like you have to give me like all this, these mushed up plants. Because the thing to is, have, they're, they're very, the they're honor very, of speaking to me. They very clearly anticipated this, the developers. So there is carbon. There will be a few plants in every single room in yeah. which you can counter an alien. So that no matter yeah. what, it is possible for you to actually speak to them. It's, yeah. just, it's so weirdly. What's designed. the point? What's the point then? It's just like why do I need fucking? Why do I need to give this creature some carbon to do right. the honor of speaking to it? It oxygenates the room. I suppose it makes sense. You have plants in there. Why can't it oxygenate its own fucking room? Why do I have to come into its space station and make the air breathable for <laughs> it? The other thing is, zinc is not found nearly commonly enough. 
Yeah. To say every single really? planet. Really? I, I found loads of planets, oh, I think. I, yeah, yeah, okay, I, it's, on most, so it's on most planets, but it's barely there. It's really like, I find rare. one planet of it on each planet. I'd say you sort of need it to explore for any decent length of time. Yeah. Like, I don't have any built up. So that's annoying. That's annoying. And all the sort of, like, to say, I I, enjoy, I think I'm more in favour of it than you two. Yeah, I'm not as yeah. tired of it yet. No, I, I, uh, when, you, when you reach a certain point, though, you can just, like, you'll reach a decent financial standing and you can just sell, like, or, like buy all yours. Any, any resources you need, you can just buy from the Galactic Trade Net- Network. Right. I, haven't yeah. done, I haven't done any of that. I haven't come across any of that. I've just been sort of looking around plants and naming things. Have, have, you, have you noticed, like, in the space station, like, when... When two of the same ship lands, you know, it's like two very similar ships. Yeah. If you speak to the pilots, it's the same fucking person. It's <laughs> it's the same character. I've not noticed this. Uh, in just two different ships, because like the, the random generation is so fucked. Yeah, it's not great. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I, I don't feel like we've actually produced any comedy this week. Do we ever? We, we haven't what, really. What is, no, we've just we, we've can just... Back, we can get back to the start of it and say what is comedy. Like we did, what we were talking about. We the began start. to. Yeah. yeah. Should we? Uh, should, should we? Should we do a rewind? Kill your parents! Kill your parents! And she says he's out, and I say, oh, where is he? Where, where's he gone? And she says, oh, he's gone. He's gone to find some meat. Is, like, I, is he Richard Bacon? Is he Richard Bacon? Who's I know where this is going. And, I know where you're going to end up with this. And 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 I say, where's he? Where, why has he gone to this meat? Why has he gone to get a specific meat? And she says he needs some meat that is unacceptable in the eyes of Islam. Oh, I call this from the start. And okay. and I, and, I can't see where this is going. And then uh, and she said, well, it's meat that he's very very affectionate towards. Mm-hmm. So I say, are you trying to say he's not it? <laughs> Yeah, Fuck yeah, we up. established that early on. <laughs> yeah. is, this, is this the alternate universe or in there? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh shit! <laughs> what alternate universe? This is just the. So I've, the just, I've, I've just I've just disintegrated because I've just realised I'm in the alternative universe. Does that make you disintegrate? Apparently. So <laughs> now I'm a part of Ash. I saw four faces, one man, a brother from the gutter. They looked me up and down a bit and said to each other. I don't like this charge. Oh no. I love it. Oh yes. Oh Shit! Oh God! Oh, this is this is a disaster. Oh, oh no, happens. No, mate, you're not here yet. So <laughs> shut up. Um, it's just me. It's just me in this okay, situation. Okay, I'm not here. I'm oh, a ghost. No. Oh, my my car's broken down, and it, it's just me. I mean, I'm in the middle of no. I'm on. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ring up. A, my my car's broken down. So I'm gonna have to phone, and I'm like someone to come sort me out. I'll just let me t- type this in into my phone. Boop 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 boop. Ring ring. <laughs> Hello, I'm not here. Hello, hi, not here. Hi. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm terribly sorry. What um, are you? Someone's dead. Um, I'm. Uh, my car's broken down. Oh, dude, that sucks. I don't know how to fix cars. Oh, sorry. I thought you were the the car repair number. I'm. Uh, I'm the car car repair, and like I I deal with with pairs from the Kari family. I'm sorry. I'll, I sell, I sell pears. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to disturb you. I'll, I'll hang up now. I'm also, I'm also a ghost like I mentioned earlier when I was when I wasn't here. <laughs> I'll try a different number. No, when it comes through the phone. Hang up sound. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me let me, let me I'll I'll have to try another number. Boop, 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 boop. Ring ring. 
Ring ring. Ring ring. Ring ring. Sorry, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm just collecting rings. <laughs> I just love rings. I just love rings so much. And going fast as well. Hi, Sonic. Um, I've broken down. I'm not down. actually Sonic the Hedgehog. Who are you? I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken down, Sonic. That's that's great. Why don't you run away? <laughs> I can't. I'm not as fast as you, but I don't know. I don't really know where I am. Well, you can just run like me, but slower. I, yeah, but it'll take me ages. So but my car. But then I'll leave my car. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, what I can do is I can send a top mechanic to fix the car for you. Oh, I'd really appreciate that. Sonic where are you? Where are you? Well, this is this is one of the problems I'm facing. I don't really know where I am. Okay. Uh, is it... Also, why do you have access to a mechanic? You're a fucking hedgehog. <laughs> well, you've, seen how is... my, you've seen how my career's been going lately. You've seen how the game's been going. The, the, ben, the, you're not in this scene. The, the ben, you're not in this <laughs> scene <laughs> yet. Okay. No, what's your joke, Ben? Go on, say never your mind, piece. Never mind, never mind. No, say it. I, I was going to say the mechanic is, uh, is Tails from something hedgehog. I considered. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, you've, seen, you've seen how the career's been going. You've seen the games aren't selling anymore. No one cares about me anymore. Uh, everyone went downhill, and I decided to just hire Tails out as a mechanic. That was the joke I was going to do, but Ben, but ben, but ben was just... Who are you talking to? Sorry. Just, just I'm, my I'm, employee, Ben. I'm sorry, I don't understand it. My secretary, Ben. Um, it's only kept... a phone call. <laughs> yeah. it's, all, it's, all, it's been a rough time, but um, yeah, I can send a mechanic out to you. Oh, I'd really appreciate that. Ben, oh, th- thank you very much, Sonic. That's all right. I'm hanging up the phone now. Okay. Hang up sound. Knock, knock, knock. Nah. Uh, hello, <laughs> hello. It's me, the mechanic of audio. I'm already here. I was actually waiting outside your house. What? But uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not outside my house. I'm, I'm, my car's broken down. Oh, shit! The... Where, where'd you open the door then? And, and I, 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 I assumed you were knocking on my window. Oh no! Because I knocked on the door. So I thought it was a house. It was obviously like a, it's a camper van. No, it's it's just a car. Oh, knock, no, sorry, knock. I'm, sorry, I'm blind. Knock, knock. Hello. It's me, the mime. I'm not very. <laughs> 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 I'm not very good at my job. Yeah, but you're talking very loud. I'm. Is it? Does anyone want to be entertained by a mime? Oh boy, would I. Okay, that, that'd really perk me up after well, this uh, troublesome breakdown. I mean, I only came to fix the car, but like now I'm the mime here. Now I'm know. emotionally invested. <laughs> I'm going to do some mime. Okay, it is an art. Here, okay. you can look at me. I am pressing against a wall. Wow, it is a box. Can you it. see a box? I can. I can. I can't see the box. No, you can't because it's it. not there. Oh, I am though man. a mime pretending to push against a box. Uh, could you? Could you? Because uh, I, I want to fix this car because I'm the mechanic. Uh, yes. As everyone knows. Uh, can you hand me some? Can you hand me some mime tools? I can hand you some mime tools. Yes, my only mime tool though is my voice because I am a mime and okay. all I do is create comedy, create entertainment with my voice can you because that the, is what mime is. Can you fix the car with your voice? No, I can only create art oh we're stuck here aren't we yes we are yeah I mean because my car's broken down as well and I you know like, whenever, whenever... Don't, why, don't, why don't you have the tools to fix this because I was hoping because I knew there was a mime here and I was hoping <laughs> to give you some how special how did you know the mime was going to be here he, 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 are you and the mime colluding with each other oh fine you, you figured it out and then pull the mask off to reveal that I'm also a mime <laughs> 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 there wasn't a car at all I mimed the car just well, like I got here by miming, I put my hands as though they were in sort of positions and I turned them slightly so it looked like I was on a motorbike, but I was not actually on a motorbike, but it seemed like I was because I'm a really good mime. Well, I've got a surprise for you both. Oh, what no. is your surprise? Um, I'm not a mime, but oh. I'm actually, pulling my mask off, a landmine. A landmine. <laughs> oh no, don't step on it. Well, it's funny because I am also a landmine. I worked for many years as a sea mine where I would go on boats and do my mime act. 
but I did not feel it was going down as well as I wanted it to because I mostly worked on lifeboats and they were not in the mood. However, I am now a landmine like you. So are you, ha- <laughs> are you having a nice day, landmine, fellow landmine? I'm only a... I can't a speak, land- I'm a mine. <laughs> oh. A mime, yeah, of course. It's very, it's very good Oh, we're, we're playing to mines like the Chilean audience again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We've up. come full circle, which is one of my mind tricks. So I draw a circle. <laughs> is that a mind trick? The ability to draw a circle. He doesn't even mind the circle. He just like he just draws, gets pencil, just draws a circle. Yes. Uh, all the children applaud. <laughs> so the reason I'm actually here was to was to kill this other mime actually. You know, for kids. For kids. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, but I realised uh, like mime weapons don't work at all because you know they don't exist. Except for the fact. That they do in your imagination. Oh, uh, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't, let's not kill us. We're both mimes here. We're both known. We're, we're, we're not real. We know. We don't have to kill each other. We know We, we know the rules. I was never going mime. to kill you out of solidarity for the mime community. Do you want to join, join together? I'm yeah, let's, like a let's become like a, yeah, a mime zord. What, like, you, right, you get on my shoulders. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. okay you but do I actually get on your shoulders, shoulders or do I mime getting on your shoulders? Okay, no, sorry? Do I actually get on your shoulders or do I mime you getting mime on your it. shoulders? You mine it. You're pretending that you're on my shoulders Okay, now. I am okay. mime getting on your shoulders. You should know this. You should know I'm, this. I should, but I'm not very good mime. Right, so how are we going to deal with this landmine? Um, I think we should let it explode. Let, let's, let's, let's turn around, call an adult. Uh, should we walk away slowly, like we are in an action movie? Well, why, why, okay. why, why, why don't you mime some like bomb disposal gear onto yourself? Oh shit! Of course, right in a mime. It. Okay, we, right. Exactly. Shall we mime the entirety of the Hurt Locker from beginning to end, <laughs> okay, including okay. the scene where Jeremy Renner's in the supermarket on the phone? Okay, I'm, mime, I'm miming. I'm put, putting on a padded suit, which I, I'm certain is just protective as a normal padded suit that you would to dispose of mimes. Okay, I'm, I'm miming, putting like a minesweeper sort of a. Uh, Stick detector thing. I mean, Windows 98. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going over to the mine. I've been blown up by the mine because the, the mine equipment doesn't work. Well, well, <laughs> well done. And then everybody fucking died. Now now I'm on the floor gurgling with no legs. Oh no. Oh no, yeah. But you've only mimed having no legs. You've no, actually got... No, I'm actually dead. Oh, I just struggle to tell the difference between reality and mime sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I am so invested in my art please of put, mime. Please mime putting me out of misery. Okay, <laughs> I shall mind pulling your eyes back and closing them. Please, please mind a pillow back. on my face. <laughs> I shall mind suffocating you. Beautiful. Thank you, I'm dead. Fantastic. Is, is, is anyone else alive out there? I need an audience because otherwise I don't feel justified in my mindhood. It's me. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a passing fox. <laughs> I was I was intrigued by the sound of the giant the, the mime explosion. <laughs> the, the the bits of bits of mime have fallen into my fox den and scattered all over my cups. Hello, I'm that ghost from the start. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I told you I'd come through the phone, but now I'm here. <laughs> hey, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog, and I ran here. I've just got here. I started off on the other side of the world. You're too slow. You are too slow. Well identified. So, so what do we have? A fox. We got a mime. We got a, so a fox and a hedgehog. We got a ghost. Fox the hedgehog. And Sonic the hedgehog. <laughs> what a setup for a sitcom. Oh my god. We're basically all... we're, we're better writers than Team Sonic. Is anyone gonna? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm the ghost. Uh, so I can't obviously can't do anything because I just pass through things. But we still we've got the problem is Carl is broken down. But the mime, the same like the yeah. ghost, couldn't do anything. Yeah, and there were two mimes. Yeah, and we we dedicated a lot of screen time to them. Of course, yeah, right. but like what one of them said, we got one mime there, and the and the person whose car eventually broke down turned out to be a landmine. 
Yeah. So like now we've just got this broken car. It belongs to nobody. Out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And so, bits of a mime. And bits of a dead mime. <laughs> Fox that's and, been attracted. And a fox. Which, which is me. <laughs> is, is this a riddle or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So how do you resolve a problem like this? How do you solve a problem like this? Don't. <laughs> um, Maria isn't here. <laughs> she couldn't turn up. Okay, we, we, we stick the fox in the engine. Okay. Okay. Right. The fox starts running like a hamster wheel. Yeah, okay. Just gets the car running. We've got, we got Sonic the Hedgehog. Why does Sonic the Hedgehog just like stick his feet through the bottom of the car like from Flintstone? The Ant an- Hill mob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make with the feet, boys. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So let's just solve that. Yeah. And then he runs it to a garage and then Tails fixes it. Yeah. Do you remember this is going somewhere? Me neither. And no. then Tails and the fox that's in the engine make yeah. beautiful fox love and... Uh, have some more foxlings. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but at this they're point, both pretty foxy. Yeah, and they've all developed a taste for mime. Mm. Uh, and then they uh, they go on a rampage and like they, they, they sneak into the mime coop at night. Mime coop? Yeah. <laughs> that pull of mime up, I was holding it by his neck and, like, <laughs> and it's still the, shaking uh, about. It all, all, all of the mimes are there in their nests laying their mime eggs. Um, and they're just like, like the mind makes that even real. The, the worst, the worst thing about it is they can't even shout for help instead of being massacred <laughs> because they spelt it wrong. It's a mime coup, not a mime coup. <laughs> a failed mime coup <laughs> of Turkey. Well, welcome to Turkey, where the mimes are revolting in so many ways. Brilliant. <laughs> That's my contribution. <laughs> what comedy? More spaghetti than an Italian pasta truck heading on its way to Venice. <laughs> We've got Tagliatelli for days. I don't even know where I'm putting this ricotta. Oh, that's some good cannolo- cannoli. Cannoli. Some good cannoli. It's verbal discharge. Hey! <laughs> oh, and we're, we're, we're back. Oh, my God. Why? What? Why are we back? Oh, what? Oh. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, trying to pull me out like as if I never saw Trying to Trying to be Johann but... Sebastian back. No, f- honestly, no, no, it's not happening. I'm not, I'm not allowing this. I'm not allowing these robbings to go on. Okay. Well, if, <laughs> if you want to hear not just robbings, but Bennings, Bennings. Jamesings, and Jordanings, even, yeah. in person, then you can come to the Maypole on the 15th of September that month, September, hey, the next month. Isn't that where we are right now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, wow. But the, the listeners probably aren't. Yeah. So you give the Maypole in Derby. What, what, what do you mean probably aren't? They're, they're, they they're, might they might be listening in the Maypole. Yeah, maybe maybe they're here in the, in in the back room in the Maypole. Yeah. In the future. In mm. Maypole Towers. Yeah. In association with Furthest from the Sea. Yeah. In association with Derby Comedy Festival. Yeah. But in not, association not, with not. Cathedral Quarter Derby. So yeah, uh, September fifteenth. Oh. <laughs> the 15th of September yeah uh, we're going to be here in the Maypole doing a live show we've just announced probably what we're yes. doing uh, which is Verbal Discharges One Night Degree over the course of a single evening we will be giving you the entire university experience from freshers all the way through to graduation we've, we've lived it now and we're passing the savings on to you and we're condensing it down we're distilling it like a fine liqueur mm. into a digestible right into your eye yeah we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna, we're shot gonna, in your we're eye we're gonna Levico a uni experience for you and it's gonna be great and yeah the tuition fee is only five pounds which is very reasonable it's just, it's just, that's a steal yeah that's crazy for a whole degree you, you mean, get you four you mean debt yeah you get four lectures in exciting topics yeah each one conducted by a different member of the Verbal Discharge team yeah in a subject that they know 
nothing little, about yeah i mean no everything so we're experts oh, of course yeah. yeah and as ever we will be giving a loaf of bread to the person who has traveled the farthest mm. so if you're not in derby feel free to come along anyway because there might there might be some bread in, in it for you i mean if we get that chinese one chinese listener down he's he's almost certain to get their loaf of bread if, if it's how you are if you're listening now one chinese listener who for whatever reason keeps listening every single week and you make it actually to the maypole i will get you Two loaves of bread. Two loaves of bread. <laughs> Fucking, I'm sure that'll totally... That, that, yeah, basically, like, given all your air travel expenses, it'll pay for itself. And <laughs> one of them may or may not be a tiger loaf, but no promises. Also, one loaf of bread for everyone from Chile that yeah. travels over, especially. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How much bread do we... Do we have this? Do we have the budget to give away so Absolutely much bread? Not. Under Absolutely the, not. Under the assumption that we're going to have to give away multiple... Loads. Tell you what, if anyone travels from China or Chile, we will give you a loaf of bread each. Mm. It'll be great. Bread of your choice, um, but not like some high-end shit. Yeah, I say that what if I want a really obscure bread? We'll be like Art- some artisanal bread. What well, you can you can have whatever they've got at the Sainsbury's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, if, if you really, you know, really go in the extra mile and travel in, we might even take you to the co-op where they've got like an in-store bakery section. Yeah. But no promises. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice bakery as well. It's There's also good. In November, though, we were actually... Let's not promote it too soon, but we do another live show in November and tickets are actually on sale now, though, so you can buy them. Oh, yeah, Um, that is in association with Nottingham Comedy Festival. Yeah. We've done Derby Comedy Festival. Now we're moving on to bigger, better Nottingham things. Where we descend into the caves of the Monk Cross. We're literally performing in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. In a slash brewery. Oh, it's fucking lovely down there, man. I've never been. I, I definitely will go before the day comes. Anyway, um, you can also, though, if you want more things, we mentioned earlier, I did an article yesterday on the website, verbaldishouse.co.uk. You can go yeah. and read that on verbaldishouse.co.uk, as well as other things, including this podcast. Oh, oh. oh. no, go <laughs> on, go ahead. Uh, wait, have you just done the website? Just on the yeah. website. Or you can go on Twitter, uh, at verbdishradio, where you can see Robbie say things. Or That's you funny. can go onto Facebook, which is facebook.com slash verbal discharge is ever you know how facebook works we're called verbal discharge you can find us email us things at verbal use the speak pipe somebody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get enough activity on that but yeah sorry uh can't win them all loads of things you can get involved you can do all of that and it'll be lovely it'll be nice it'll be friendly because we are your friends we are your verbal discharge friends you'll never and be you love again. us and you can just listen to the podcast forever over and over again and we will be your friends for all of that time. If you consider that we're in someone's headphones right now, we're like, huh. it's literally like tiny, tiny voices in someone's ear. Probably. Hey, we're the tiny, tiny voices in your ear. Kill your parents, kill your parents. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> well, what another exciting episode. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, James. Final word of the show. Um... No, that, that was it. Ha 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 ha!